1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a oh. Mike Ganger production. It's an adventure today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no. Okay, so a Twin Cities iconic candy company is closing its doors. It's bad timing. Get your candy now. What's going on, Bradley? This makes me really sad, mostly because I've actually toured this factory. You guys know St. Paul's Pearson's Candy Company? Of course. Because we all love and grew up loving. Uh, if you lived anywhere in the Midwest, mm-hmm. the nut roll, yes, the salted nut roll and the nut goodie are no longer owned by Pearson's because Pearson's is no, well, I should say Pearson's is now uh, owned by another company. And uh, while well, they've been sold, I just saw this over at the Star Tribune to the Annabelle Candy Company. Now, this was a Minneapolis based. Was it the haunted doll? Yes, Annabelle the Haunted Doll is now hoarding nut rolls. <laughs> what? Are you okay? When I hear Annabelle, I think oh, of the okay. Haunted My Doll. Oh, God, her face. I was just like, "What are you, are you okay? She's literally, <laughs> you are melting down. <laughs> no, so um, Minneapolis-based Bell Capital Partners, which acquired Pearson's in November, sold to... Uh, Annabelle, which is a California, like I said, candy company. And they would they make such products you would know if you love old candies as the Abba Zabba. Oh, okay. It's like a peanut butter taffy thing, right? Uh, or is it nougat? It's like a nougat, but it's like nut. Anyway, um, also there's another candy bar they do called Big Nut. Or not Big Nut, I'm sorry. It's called Big Hunk. <laughs> Same thing. Big, big hunk, hunk. Big nut. Big hunk. And uh, I think there's another one called Lookout. Anyway, it's an old can. It's one of those old fashioned candy companies. And um, the other thing that makes me sad, and here's a, the, the serious question that I have. So, in a separate transaction, this Minneapolis-based uh, Capital Partners, who sold Pearson's, the candy company, to Annabelle, in a separate deal, they sold Pearson's building, that iconic building yes. over off of, um, what is that, West 7th? West 7th. Yeah, where Colleen and I actually got the chance to tour oh, that's so with fun. some listeners. And um, it was so fun to see because at that time, uh, Pearson's had just purchased Bit of Honey. And so we got to see how they made Bit of Honey. They oh. ended up selling Bit of Honey in 2020 or 2020, I think. Yeah, I think so. But um, yeah. regardless, it, it was a really it's kind of just it's it's a, you know, fascinating piece of history. It is. The company, of course, has been around for well over 100 years. And mm-hmm. it's just sad to see, you know, the nut roll sort of lose its hometown hero status. Yeah. The salted nut roll, of course, has been around since like the 30s, I think 1933. Do you think that um, they're going to keep the Pearson's name, same packaging, and it's I hope just going so. to be under the umbrella of Annabelle? Probably. I mean, I'm sure. Well, I don't know, actually. I mean, maybe it'll be Annabelle's nut roll. I don't think that would make consumers happy. That would not I make mean, me happy. Because it's not going to do anything for the Pearson's. It's not going to serve them well. They just need to keep the same. Or maybe I'm just speaking because we live in Minnesota and we it's our beloved Pearson's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, absolutely. The one thing I was going to add is the thing that I I was uh, in saying that they're selling the building. It made me think, well, what about all the people that worked at that building? And Mm -hmm. I don't know if people were currently still at that building making candy. But if that's the case, and I would assume that that's the case, I 
like I hope those folks are taken care of because they sold the building. So it's not like this new company is just going to, you know, keep the the candy machines running. Oh, they right. sold the land. So oh, they sold the land. So that will become something else. Yeah, they sold. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they do, do 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 do. Just from while you look that up, just from um, just from a timing perspective, I know that for instance, the uh, I used to visit through. Uh, well, it's called Friends and Company now, but it's little little brothers, friends over the elderly. I used to visit a woman named Iris, and they loved Pearson's candy, and I would get them just a, you know, for Christmas, yeah, a box of Pearson's candy. So from a perspective during Christmas time, is the timing bad to announce this before Christmas? I know, especially, and I I just found out they had 150 employees over there. So, like, did all those employees just find out that they lost their job? I hope not. But if if I don't see how else, unless, yeah, no. It can't be good. If anybody knows, certainly let us know. Because, well, it's, again, a hometown hero. And those folks have been pumping out candy. I'm sure there are employees who have... That has been their only job their whole life. Oh, for sure. There have to be people that just keep working, that love the company, that are 70 years old. or You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's one of those places that when you walk in to the building, the factory, you feel like you're going in a time machine. Right. And it's literally so fun because it's these giant candy machines. Now, there are parts of the manufacturing process we saw that were like super space age, Mm -hmm. right? Like they were making all these uh, just to watch how they made the bit of honey. But there's parts of it that are still that old fashioned. Like you just get the sense of history when you're walking through. And, you know, everybody we talked to just loved their job and seemed super Mm -hmm. excited about the work that they were doing, you know, to create this just iconic piece of you know, delicious history, oh, delistery, if you will. No, yeah. that doesn't work. Anyway, mm. anyway, so I saw this story and it made me kind of sad. Um, again, the news crew just joining us that um, Pearson's has been sold to a California-based company by the name of Annabelle, the Annabelle Candy Company. Right, not um, to be confused with the Haunted Doll. No, the Haunted Doll. Right. Unless, I don't know, maybe the, she's an Lorraine entrepreneur. Warren used to own. Maybe Lorraine she is. Newman? Uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren. They are. They are you saying three names? What are you saying? Ed and Lorraine. Oh, it's two people. Yeah, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Got it. They are probably the most famous paranormal investigators that have lived. They they did the Amityville horror. <gasps> yes. I mean, they're. I mean, based the Annabelle story and all of the haunting in Connecticut and all of those. Their story is fascinatingly bizarre. Correct. It is. It is. And not good. Really disturbed. Like, there are parts of it that are disturbing, right? Yeah. I feel like I heard this story. So, Dawn is talking about... Yeah, I've just switched to paranormal things. From Annabelle Candy Company, which purchased yes. Pearson's, to the Annabelle uh, horror franchise, which the story about how this doll allegedly... Because it's based on a true story. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. The, the movie franchise is based on this true story. Yes. And it's about these two paranormal investigators... And I think this was the topic of a You're Wrong About podcast. Or, uh, I mean, The Conjuring or is Ring. based on it as well. Yeah. The Conjuring movies. And then Annabelle is a spinoff of The Conjuring. Yeah. So they investigated the Amityville house. They also Didn't investigated he, like, the British. like have a woman living with them that he was like having an affair with? I don't feel like I'm making this up. I could be, though. Oh. We didn't do this research wow. in advance, your audience, because yeah. we didn't. It's well, I'll fine. listen to that. Uh, you're talking yeah. about a great podcast. If people don't know what it is, called "You're Wrong About," 
and then they fully, fully research a topic and discuss it, discuss things that you might not know. Like they have a three part Diana that I listen they to. They go deep. It's like down really, the rabbit really holes uh, that we wish we could jump down and find all the information for. And um, it used to be two folks, it's now just the one. Mm-hmm. Um, who does it? It's just one of the hosts. The other host moved on to do other things. Oh, okay. But currently, and I swear at some point they did the, the whole Annabelle thing because I was like, I didn't know any of this. Okay. So anyway. And the Enfield haunting is also another thing that the the Warrens, I mean, they're the, they were the premier couple of all things paranormal. All right. So anyway, uh, so there you go. That's a, the haunted doll, which is really a raggedy hand doll. Look, at the end of the day, I'm just I as long as I can get my nut rolls. I wonder if they're I'm gonna look up and see if they're still doing tours or how, you know, if people still can get a chance. But you said the building has been sold. Oh yeah, they gosh. sold everything. And okay. there's 150 employees over there, so I'm assuming those folks are out of a job, and I'm sorry to What's hear it. Going and I, on? If there's anything we can do, let us know. But in the meantime, you're old. Hey now. Everybody listening, because I'm going to share some things with you when we come back that turn 20 this year. And I promise you it's going to make us feel real old. And yes, I've got audio clips. You ready for that? Yes, I am. We'll do it on the other side of this right here on My Talk 107.1. Where talk is fun. Every afternoon from noon to three. The Adventures of Bradley and... I miss your touch. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you for joining us. Mike Ganger is here with us, producing as well. Uh, Bradley, you just told me I'm old. No, we're all old. Okay. I just want to make you feel old. Okay, that's fine. I get that. And I'm a little sassy today. You are a little sassy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Mike agrees with his little laughter there. I yeah, heard that. No, we've, we've, we've heard from people was... thinking you're a little sassy today. So. People? Oh, yeah, we've got callers. we got emailers. It's... Have we really? Oh, oh God. I just try to make it sound worse. Okay, good. <laughs> hey. Don't call me out on that. We are old. We are. Why? I, I came across this listicle. You know, uh, I love these delightful things that are like, hey, here's 35 things that are going to make you feel real old. Actually, they're just things turning 20 in 2022. Okay. So that means things that showed up or happened in the 2002 period of time. Oh, this is going to be good. Which, can I tell you, was actually a very meaningful uh, time for me as well. So if you don't mind, I'm going to now talk for five minutes about getting sober 20 years ago. Oh, no, perfect. I'm just kidding. Oh, I but care. I did. Please I did do. get sober like 20 years ago. <gasps> Congratulations. So I have a lot. Oh, thank is you. it literally 20 years ago? Like not this today. Year? No, oh, no. Yeah. But but yeah, but in September. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you. So um, but when I realized that. It occurred to me, Wow. I don't feel like 20 years ago, that is 2002, is 20 years ago. Do you yes. understand what that? I understand what okay. you mean. It's just you can't believe that 20 years have passed. So if I could, I just want to pull this up for you. Um, I want to play for you the top song of 2002. Okay. And see if you can. Where were you living, by the way? Oh, do you want to know? Yes. I was I living in an apartment, a, a beautiful brownstone apartment in Loring Park. Oh, gosh. Studio. Teeny, teeny, tiny, but I love that damn little apartment. It was my little, like, oasis. Yeah. I have a friend who lives uh, in Loring Park, and it's just a really great, no and elevator, but. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, yeah. I didn't have an elevator. It was all, you know, stairs. And but mm-hmm. and, and my view out the window was another building. Like, mm-hmm. I could literally reach out and touch oh, the building across. And oftentimes would have pigeons or squirrels cl- crawling through my <laughs> yes. my windows. 
that's a different story for another day. But while I was sitting there watching squirrels crawl through my window and trying to get them out of my studio apartment with a broom, <laughs> I was probably listening to this song. Twenty years ago. You know who that is? That's Nickelback. Oh yeah. All right. So you got that. That was easy. I guess. That's a great song. I'm sorry. I know people hate Nickelback, but that song is really a great song. Well, and you just are brought. Do you, do you not have a visceral reaction to that mm-hmm. song? Like yeah. I see myself wearing probably carpenter jeans or something. Yeah. Yeah. And where I was. Where yeah, were you? Yeah. Dallas, Texas. Okay. So you were in Dallas, Texas, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. What yeah. Working you? at a rock Gatorade? station. Oh, a rock station. Oh. Mm, so it was after. That- Right. Well, it was after I worked for Gatorade and then I got that job ended and then I went into radio again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell us about and that? that lives- no, no, no. It's fine. It's oh. I was the format was like like hard rock even though we were playing that. Um yeah. So anyway, this was my favorite song in that year. I don't know what your musical tastes are, Don, and I'm hoping we're going to learn this about each other. It's switched. I'm yeah, sure. it's changed a lot. 20 years ago, this was my favorite song, and it was also one of the top songs of the year. Oh, my God. That's Kylie Minogue. Yes! I was at what, a little bar that yeah. used to be called... God. Can't get you out of my head and I can't remember. It's okay. Boom. Boom. That's the name of it. Are you serious? How do you know that? I'm mind melding with you no. right now. Did you really? Yeah. How did you know that? <laughs> I just some we can do that. Okay. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People can do that. You just said, I was looking at YouTube on my phone, I opened it, and in the commercial it's break, true. you said, you, you did boobs our song for Boobs on Tubes because you were connecting. Oh. God, Dawn. It's like my periods are sinking up. Okay. <laughs> like maybe we could wait a week for that to happen. Okay. Okay. I do want to, now we're talking about uh, things that happened 20 years ago that will make us feel old or at least just a little nostalgic for 20 years ago. Now this is a sad one. 
This is a person who passed away. But I'm going to play a little bit of uh, the music that made her famous and see if you can remember. She passed away in 2002. This is so obvious. This is her on uh, Ed Sullivan. She's also the aunt of a very famous actor today. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. Um, Last name. Oh, gosh. It's like. It's what? Do you have a guess? Oh, famous actor today. Yes. Yeah, so oh, she, Rosemary Clooney. Yes. Okay. That was his aunt, right? Not his mom. I, I always get this mixed up. Oh. Yeah, aunt. He was the aunt. Okay. I used to think it was his mom. It's not. Yeah. It's he was the. She was the aunt. Anyway, Rosemary Clooney died in two thousand two. Oh there were a lot of a lot of famous people that died that year as right. well. A lot of uh, sort of that era. That, oh yeah, sad. Uh, of folks who passed away. Um, but how about this? How about who was on the cover of People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2002? Do you have a guess? Uh, 2002. 2002. Um, oh, Denzel Washington. Okay, your guess is Denzel. Mike, you got a guess? I saw the answer, unfortunately. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to play a little clip of an interview okay. with him. You're going to hear a host and then hit the person. Okay. Okay, finally, uh, give me, give us three good reasons why a girl would not want to date you. Three. That's kind of tough. You seem kind of perfect. <laughs> three good reasons why a girl would I'm, not want to date you. I'm going to make out with you after the show. So <laughs> Did you see that recoil? Yeah. <laughs> Funny and a line. Yeah. And there's, uh, three good three reasons. Good reasons. Not good on the phone. Okay. Um, do you have any um, idea? No, I don't. Have a sleeping disorder? Don't wake He's up. He's married to Jennifer Lopez. Uh, and ben Affleck? Ben that Affleck. is Ben Affleck's voice? Yeah. I was completely going like Tom Selleck, uh, like older. <laughs> like, okay, know. this is not 1982. I know, but I didn't know. Like, uh, Pierce Brosnan, I was like trying to go. Because 20 years ago doesn't seem... Yeah. I know. It's weird. I'm telling you, we feel old. All right. Well, fun walk down memory lane. When we come back, we're going to take a walk across the pond. We've got some two old ladies who want to share some thoughts with you. They're called two British ladies. We'll hear from them when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Don. Welcome back. Bradley and I, they're gonna we're gonna hand this over to a couple of friends that we've met who are across the pond. It's two British ladies. It's tea time with Winifred and Elsie. Oh, hello, darling. Uh, you're Elsie. right, babe. How are you doing today, my dear? I brought you a biscuit. Oh, just one biscuit? Yes, it's got a nice cranberry muesli inside. Oh, uh, that's fine. I got some of these at the corner shop over here. Oh, uh, those are fine, I'm sure, but mm, try these. Okay, thank you. This one? Yes, yeah. Okay. Well, right. what you got there? You got a, what is that? I the brought... sun? 
Yes, I brought with me my telephone. And on my telephone, I was reading a news article. And it was all about a body language expert that found some hidden signs on Kate and William in their very tense and strange Christmas card. Strained, excuse me. I'm sorry. I haven't quite had all of my tea yet. Anyway, it's the Christmas card and this body language expert I was reading on my telephone that there are some hidden meanings here. And I thought you could help me understand because I, too, am going to be doing a Christmas card with my family. And I would like to get some tips and tricks. Well, sit on down and tell me all about it. Oh, thank you. May I sit on your ottoman? Of course. Come on. Thank you. Oh, so delightful. Oh, so it's Mm. from the British son I see here. Yes, dear. So I was reading on my telephone, and this woman by the name of Judy James, she claims that... Th- I know a Judy. Yes, darling. She I'm works sure with do. me down at the charity shop. Oh, that's nice. She has really bad air. Excuse me, her, her air is bad? <laughs> she has really bad air. Like she's breaking wind? No. Like her she has bad air. breath? Her oh, air. on her head. Her hair. Go on, then. Anyway, darling, Judy James claims this picture-perfect pose. Do you see this picture-perfect pose? It's, I mean, they look like a very delightful yeah, family. Yeah, I see it. I like that top. She says that they that this pose... Excuse me. I like, like that top. Oh, her blouse. Yes, okay. Anyway, she says that these picture-perfect poses scream glum rather than good tidings. I don't know why, but I'm looking at them and it looks mm. very it looks very normal to me. Well, let me take a look at okay. it. Okay, could you take, take a look? All right. Ooh, I like that jumper she's got on too. Apparently, uh, William looks distracted as he gazed into the distance while Kate and his kids look directly into the camera. Does he look distracted too, darling? He's just looking at who knows. Who knows what he's looking at? He's looking over in the bushes there. There's probably some paps out there, something. Excuse me, darling. There's probably some what? Paps. I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. The paparazzi. Oh, They're in the bushes over there. Yes, darling. They're so annoying. I get them all the time myself. So. Not really. So Judy's got these yes. ideas here about what they're well, doing. here's the thing. My cousin Bernice is having my daughter... Constance over and told her that it would be a good idea if we did a family photo. And so Constance came to me. And What's the occasion? It's the holidays. It's Christmas. It's a little late for that, isn't it? It's the 15th. Well, you know, I mean, it's no time like the present. That's what I say. Anyway, so she wants us all to come together on Sunday to take this photo. There's only one problem. What's that? She wants us all to dress as animals. Oh, now. Is this Constance yes. or Beatrice? No, this is Constance, darling. I don't know where you got Beatrice from. Uh, Beatrice is your your cousin? Sure. I don't know. I've never heard of her. Oh, all right. But Constance is having us over, and she said, I'd like you all to dress as animals for my Christmas car. I don't know which animal I should go as, dear. Well, what are your options? Well, I could go as a nice, smartly dressed cow. Or perhaps... An... I think that's good. I think that's what you should do. You think I should be a cow? Mm-hmm. I've got a costume down at the charity shop. Oh, it was from do. somebody's fancy dress party. Oh, well, that would suit me well. What size is it? It's uh, it's your size. Oh, how do you know my size? Well, I can just take a look at you there. What size do you think I am? Hmm. I think you're probably <laughs> the size of the cow costume I have at the charity shop. It's, it's big, it's roomy, it'll keep you warm. 
Okay, darling, thank you. Anyway, so back to this article about William and Kate. I don't want to look distracted. Do they look distracted at all? I think he's trying to look like a fashion model, looking off into the distance. She's minding her children. And that's what what about their kids there? Who's that one? I don't know, actually, which children are which, to be quite honest with you. I've never, I'm not very good at names. Well, we know that one, Charlotte. Oh, yes. And Prince somebody? Louis. Louis, yes. And then the other one. What's the other one? He's the one we don't. He's the one we don't talk about. We don't? Why? A word around the street that says he's a naughty, naughty boy. Okay, well. So what are you asking now? So I just wanted to know if I should be, uh, what I should be for my Christmas card, because I don't want to show up without an animal costume. What's everybody else wearing? Well, uh, Francine is going to be a lizard, and uh, Bob is going to be a buffalo, oh. and uh, Constance is going to be a eagle oh what about the kids any cats oh uh the children have decided not to participate oh my god what about a dog Uh, a dog yeah Uh, there's no dogs that's just a basic one yeah no that's too boring i think all right well i I gotta pop off to the charity shop here. Okay, darling. I've got to get you. going. Actually, you've taken up a lot of my time here. You're not going to clean up any of the tea. I don't have no, a maid. I don't you do know. that. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'll see you next time. All right. Oh, it looks like your ride's here, dear. Oh, well, well, isn't that nice of them to report on that? That is a real article from the Sun. They're talking about body language. Well, I also don't understand where they came from. Oh, like, did you arrange for them to show up or? Well, I just have a friend of a friend who knows a couple of ladies. So you ladies. thought we'd give over some of our we show We need the inside random. track on what's going on in England and what they think I about I was kind of hoping they would have some actual insight, to be quite honest with you, because that royal expert, the article I was just reading, mm. um, that was referenced by uh, which one of them? Win- Winifred. Winifred, yeah. Was that... In fact, this Christmas card that William and Kate put out was full of like all these secret messages. There ain't no secret messages in that dumb thing. This is it's, just people trying. They have to turn in something. They they literally have to create drama where there is none. And trust, there's enough real drama. They don't have to create it. <laughs> body language experts. I always love those handwriting experts. Well, yeah, the body language expert in this case uh, said that the photographer, the royal photographer, Matt Porteous. That's a name, Porteous, uh, had captured a glaring tell, and then the Cambridges were racked with tension for months prior. I don't see it. I don't either. Whatever. Anyway, thanks, British to, ladies. They had to turn in an article for their job, oh. and so they're like, well, what are we going to do today? we got to pump out 16 articles about the royals. Here's one. You know those ladies could have left us some biscuits. They could have, but we- apparently Winifred had one. That's not very nice to bring one. <laughs> One biscuit. I have some emails. Oh, should we do listener emails? Yes. All right, listener emails. Ham. What you got? Okay, ham. Okay. Uh, So there is a Kate wanted us to let us know. Remember, um, I was talking about how I was really interested in the recycling process and how you know what gets sorted, what we should do. I try to. I mean, I Google things. I want to get it right. Well, this all started from a conversation about garbage cans. I was like, how do you put the garbage cans out correctly? You then took us to Recycling Town because our good friend Garbage Rooster. Rooster. 
Brewster the Garbage Man. Yeah, did you say that? No, oh, it okay. was Mike. Yeah, no, I mean, I know that was Mike's voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just a really good impression that. of me. It's incredible. Brewster. I was throwing my voice. No, I'm... Uh, yes. Anyway, so, that rooster shared with us some information about recycling, and you had further questions. I did. I was wondering, like, what happens at the recycling center? I'm always concerned about when I put my recycling uh, garbage in the in the bin. What, where is it going? Where is it going? Am I being just like, oh, just throw it in there anyway? Like, who is being affected by me not doing a better job? Like, if you have a can of soup, should I be taking the label off? You know, it'll tell you on the can what to do. But sometimes it's like, I don't I don't know. You know, and if I don't wash it out all the way, which I always do, I wash my trash. Yeah, you're supposed you to. Know. Um, rinse, at least rinse it out. You but, don't have to run it through the dishwasher or anything. But, but I know people aren't doing that. So yeah. who does that affect? Exactly. Okay, so I guess you can take a tour. Thank you, Kate, for letting us know this. Uh, it is the Washington County uh, Recycling and Energy Tour. You can find it recyclingandenergy.org slash tours. She's done it. She says it's a fantastic tour. I think that'd be fun. I think I that's think something new too. and unique and different. So let's put that in the show notes today. Yes, yes. Let's make a point to do that. What else um, you got? We're I doing have, listener emails. Yes, uh, Veronica. We asked about Quantum Leap and whether or not the new show is worth it. Yeah, the new season of Quantum Leap. Yes, I watched the first episode, talked about it yesterday, but Veronica says the new Quantum Leap is great. It's definitely worth watching. Thank you, dear. Yes, thank you. Um, this one, oh, this is from Krista, and Krista says, Don, I'm totally with you. I don't get mad, but I'm completely grossed out by descriptive food words. Yeah, you're not alone, it turns out. Really? You got some other ones. Okay, so the, she said, this conversation is killing me. I also have major... This is interesting about Krista. I also have major issues with visual textures, like honeycomb, anything bumpy with ridges. That's a thing. I forget the name for that, but there's a thing like holes. People have like fears. It's like called erpsipidolipidilia or something. Okay. It's just like a fear the of things ri- with lots of holes. Lots of ridges. Like honeycombs. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then she said, have you heard of a highly sensitive person, an HSP? My therapist enlightened me and it describes me 100%. Mm. I hear a lot of me and you. You should check it out. What are I you could supposed be to check a highly out? sensitive person. Oh, sure. Which, no offense to anyone who has that label, but I don't like the label. Yeah. Because it sounds like you're just not being tough enough. Like, well, you're highly sensitive. Or, to me, it sounds like what they're getting at is maybe you're a very empathic person. Oh, like yeah. Like, you pick up on other people's energies, because I think that's a thing. Sure it is. Yeah, yeah. There's some comedian that makes fun of that. <laughs> they say, um, you're an empath. No, you are just somebody who wants attention. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, you know, in the paranormal Little of column A. Yeah, we're like, okay, okay. The ghosts just want attention. Yeah, like I'm an empath. It's like, or you're empathetic towards people, which we all are. But maybe you just like to be special. Yeah. Hey, look, everybody. Uh, you know. I'm not. Lab- I'm saying somebody else said that. By yeah, the yeah. Way. No, I'm I get it. Saying. That's okay. Here is another email. One last one listener email. More. This one says, "Oh, this is kind of going deep on what my problems are and issues." Please forgive me if this oversteps boundaries. This is from Christine. Well, she says, "I would never want to offend you." No. Okay. Good. She said, "You were talking about your embarrassment with food descriptions and how it makes you uncomfortable." More than once, you used the example. A waiter describing menu items. I know you talked about your first job. This is back um, when I was doing the morning show with Jason Alexis. 
and as a server and the very inappropriate actions of your boss. Okay. This doesn't mean there there's a one and done equation with your reaction to food descriptions, but it can't help. I don't know you in real life, but I could be totally off. I was just thinking about it when you talked and wanted to throw good energy your way. Oh, Christine. Well, that's So sweet. I had a creepy boss. Okay. Okay. So she's saying tying the creepy boss to your just, descriptive food words thing. But have you always had that? Um, No, it was around that time. Oh, okay. So, so maybe I mean, I, I, I wasn't uncomfortable. Like, just it makes me embarrassed. But during that job, my very first job, I was really uncomfortable a lot. And so she's saying maybe psychologically my uncomfortableness with the actions... That but I thought it went to back me. to your parents. Oh, my parents! My parents just aren't really—they just weren't really super descriptive about joy. <laughs> they weren't like, "We have wow, not this gotten is a to beautiful the bottom day. of this." Well, you know, you're going to have to put a pin in that. It's okay. But thank you, dear listeners. I would thank encourage you. you to keep sending us email. We don't get it right now because I will tell you, I haven't gotten an email for two days. So I think there's something going on with the email system. But keep sending them. I'm sure they're going somewhere, and right. at some point, I'm going to get a big load. Of email shoved in my uh, An inbox. email dump. Yeah. Yeah. Big old dumping email. You can email us individually. You can click on our. I haven't gotten any of those either. You haven't. No. They so. just turned us off completely. I think they're like, you don't get. Maybe it's for the best. <laughs> Base. My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, uh, Mike Ganger Production. Um, we wanted to talk to you about magazines. <laughs> Let's go all the way back to the 1800s yes, when whenever. paper was in a lot of supply. <laughs> we realized <laughs> trees are endless and we can just print and print and print. Now Little things are know. online. When I'm in the grocery store and I see the tablet, well, just People magazine, Time magazine. You got to tell people how this conversation started. Do you remember? Uh-uh. <laughs> so this morning uh, we were getting ready for the show and we were talking about something. And I think it was People magazine. People, yeah, well, we get People Magazine. I think, actually, we were talking about our two British lady friends. Right, right, Winifred and Elsie. Looking at things on their phone, but really it's a tabloid. Anyway, Mm. somehow we ended up starting to have a conversation about magazines, and you were telling me that your uh, MC, MC, what do we call him? MC. Just, but, like, is he your... Man friend? Man friend? Okay, man Man friend. friend, So your man friend MC, your male companion. Man crush? Oh, because MC. Oh, got it. It takes me a while. It's okay. But I'll get there. That he actually somehow ended up getting a subscription to People, and you told me this cockamamie story of how it got there. So start with that. A long time ago. A long time ago. Like 10 years ago. Hold on, I'll bring us back. Okay. uh, If I can here. Ouch. A long time ago, he signed up through Coca-Cola points or something to receive. I'm I'm serious. That like had he to be mailed in the 90s. In. When was that? I don't know, but there's something about Coca-Cola points. Sure. And he I, like I used to up, get Marlboro bucks when I smoked. I used to as a kid or camel gather. Bucks. I would ask for people's marble bucks. I'm like, "Let me have it." And then I would get the catalog and order like a marble jacket as like an 11-year-old. Oh god. Anyway, anyway. He used to get Entertainment Weekly, which ended up being Entertainment Monthly because they were just like dying, okay? And they couldn't the put pa- out the print version. The yeah. print version. It was not succeeding and it got thinner and thinner and then it just came once a month. He signed up for this to get it for like 10 years. 
I don't know how many Coca Cola points he had. So then um, that went away, and they're like, "You're going to start to get People magazine instead." So we get People magazine. They're like, "We have to give you something fine. We'll give you People because actually, People magazine still exists." Okay, that's right. So So he's getting People. people. Yeah, most of it is ads. And we flip through it and we're like, oh, my God. Oh, that's what we were talking about. So we were talking about the fact that page six, there's a story that you are going to tell us later in the show about Brooke Shields and how um, uh, online tabloids now will have these affiliate links at the top of the stories, which essentially tell you about products. So it's basically advertising uh, disguised as content. Exactly. And you went, well you know, I'll do you one better. The actual print magazines are just completely full of ads. And that's how we got talking about people. So you notice that people magazine. Now the print version is just ad after ad, after ad, after ad. And also the online version is also, it's like everything is affiliate links. Yes. So I was talking about that and that we get people and I find it weird that we get this people and he doesn't really care about stuff like that anyway, but he reads it when he has breakfast or whatever. Cause he's like, Oh, okay, well, I, got I mean, this read this thing, news that's well. two weeks old when they printed it. Yeah. You know, so you and then you said you get magazines. Well, first, you got to tell them about the fact that you feel sad. Oh, right. For People magazine. I do. I have this weird sadness for things, inanimate objects, like a stuffed animal that has one eye or magazines that no one is going to buy. So when you're sitting in the, the aisle waiting to go uh, I feel bad. to check out, you feel bad for the People magazine because you don't think anyone's going to buy it? Yeah. I got news for you, honey. There are people buying it. They are. I never see anyone putting it in their cart. Well, I feel like, you know, especially... <laughs> now I do feel sad for them, but I, I feel like they they always grab you as you're walking out the door. There are people who still are like, I, I just want to flip, flip through this stuff. And not have to use my phone. Yeah. Okay, so I never see those people, but... I don't know. I feel like they're probably just throwing them away. Okay. Then you revealed to me some magazines that you get, and I don't even know what they are. Yeah. No. So then I was like, you know, I I don't get magazines. Oh, actually, I do get magazines. And then I realized, oh, my God, I have to tell you how this happened. So I don't get people. You'd think we would have whatever the equivalent of like entertainment magazines Uh, would still be, right? But uh, no, I'm not doing that because it's all online and I don't want paper. But one night... On Instagram, in bed, I'm flipping through, and I saw this advertisement for Backwoods Homes. <laughs> what? It sounds Backwoods Homes sounds like somewhere I'm going to be killed. <laughs> no, literally. It's called Backwoods Home Practical Ideas for Self-Reliant Living. What? And it's like... Self-reliant. Because you know I've been doing a lot of canning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kimchi. And kimchi and watching a lot of um, like homesteading YouTube videos. Oh. And I think that's how my Instagram feed just started serving me up these backwoods home ads. And they're really cute. It's like this cute little drawing of like, you know, somebody out in the garden doing stuff. And I was like, oh, look, it's like get a year's worth of backwoods home for a dollar. I was like, I could do that because it'll have recipes. <laughs> it'll it- have, um, you know, canning stuff. Uh, uh, guides and things and then you get another magazine which is an even more confusing okay. title so, what's it called as i was signing up for backwoods home magazine which by the way the current issue for january february march of 2023 is the dairy issue cow or goat winter calving make yogurt use extra milk um that's what i have to look forward to okay but as i was signing up for the like oh it's a dollar i can pay a dollar and get a free sure. year of this oh, wow. magazine it'll give me something to read when i go on vacation mm-hmm 
I somehow ended up signing up for a year <laughs> of self-reliance magazine. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's literally like self-reliance magazine. It's like the like backwards. Learn. It's literally here are some of the titles. Rethinking weeds. Fruits of the far north. <laughs> Hope I'm in that article. Homemade condiments add a gourmet touch to almost any meal. See, the title lends itself, lends me to believe that it's like you can pay your bills as an adult. <laughs> Self-reliance. You can get on the I know, the bus. like it's Susie Orman giving right, advice. Right, like you too can own a home. <laughs> Build a goat-proof dog feeding area. <laughs> Wait a minute. Actually, I feel like a your dog. sister needs this. Should I just <laughs> yeah. bundle these can up? Can you please forward it to my sister I'm gonna totally. I'm totally going to put these in a bundle and you can okay. take them home for Christmas that's if you go. That's great. She would love it. Oh, that's How to carve fantastic. wooden bowls. Oh. When we come back from, I know, I know, magazines to superheroes. Right. We're talking about superheroes and much, much more in the next hour of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Join us right here on My Talk 107.1.